welcome to Treasures of Truth, a daily broadcast from Monday through Friday, where we encourage you to listen in and study the Bible with us. Treasures of Truth is a ministry of Treasure Valley Baptist Church in Meridian, Idaho, and your host is Pastor Rick DeMichael. This week, we're airing a message entitled, New Things. And in this message, the preacher will give what is to the Christian an exciting reminder of the new life we have waiting for us, as well as an exciting opportunity for those who don't know Jesus to become new creatures in Him and guarantee a home in heaven for all eternity. This week's lesson truly is for everybody, and we pray that today's message will be a blessing to you. If you would like to hear today's message again, or other messages from Treasure Valley Baptist Church, please stay tuned until the end of today's program for more information. And now your host, Pastor Rick DeMichael. The stuff we see around us, the terra firma under our feet, and even the heavens themselves are temporary, but we're not. We're not. And we'll talk about that in a little while. But a a new heaven and a, a, a new earth. And when I get looking at the one we have now, I, I'm simply amazed at such a thought. These snow-capped mountains. You know, some people, they got to be by the ocean. I, I, I want to say I get it. I don't. But I get it because I like being around the mountains. I, I just like that they're there. Uh, I love to see them when there's snow on them. I like to see them when there's snow on them on a blue sky day and the billowy clouds going by and the, the beautiful blue sky and the sunshine just these simple things of creation. And then my Bible tells me that God's going to burn the whole thing up and make it all new again. Do you ever wonder what it'll look like? Folks, the intimation is very strong. It's going to be better. God's not going to make it all over again and make it worse. He's not going to make it all over again and make it less beautiful. It's going to be better than it was before. And so we see a, a, a new heaven and a new earth. And then if you look at verse 2, you look at verse 2, and I, John, saw the holy city, New Jerusalem, coming down from God out of heaven, prepared as a bride, adorned for her husband. And here I see a new city, a new city. Do you know that old Jerusalem exists in anguish? Today, it exists in anguish especially among God's people. Constant threats from enemies surrounding it, day and night. Uh, eternal vigilance, so to speak, for them, just, just to stay alive, just to keep from being attacked. And here I see a new Jerusalem, and notice it's called a holy city. A holy city. Now, I was born in Chicago, and I always tell people, they say, where are you from? And I say, Chicago, and it's a great place to be from. <laughs> But I was born in Chicago and raised in the suburbs. And and I'm here to tell you something this morning that's not a holy city. That's not a holy city. In fact, you grow up there knowing what parts of the city you can be in certain times of day and night and which ones to stay out of certain times of day or night if you value your very life. And when I think of this city is going to be a holy city. It's going to be a pristine city. It's going to be a beautiful city. The song says, Are alabaster cities undeemed by... Hu- un, 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 uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Undimmed by human tears. Wow. That's not describing any city I know anything about down here on this earth. 
And in flying, you fly over some of these cities, like, say, Chicago or New York, and you fly over them at night, and you land, or you take off from there, and you look down, and it glistens with all the lights. And yes, those are alabaster-looking cities, but uh, shed the daylight on it. And there's parts of Chicago down to take your pick, the Dan Ryan, the Eisenhower, the Kennedy, where it seems like you can go for mile after mile after mile with run-down slums on both sides. And we're talking about cities, the metroplex of which is over 10 million people in some cases. I've raised in a place like that. I, uh, honestly, when I grew up there, I used to feel sorry for people in the city. I thought, well, what do they do? Or, or in the country. I, I thought, what do they do? And then I got to live in the country. And I look back at the city and I go, what do they do? <laughs> Isn't it wonderful to be out of ways? So, oh, Boise in the congestion. <laughs> no, not yet. <laughs> uh, not in my lifetime anyways. We got a long way to go. I've lived in little one-horse towns, first town we pastored in, in Shalakta, Pennsylvania. I remember candidating there. Shalakta, Pennsylvania had a population of 120. We were going from the Chicago area, 8 million people, where I worked with a guy for several years to you know, help him get a church going, and uh, we were going to go to Shalakta with 120 people. I remember that Saturday night standing in front of the church building and saying to the Lord, Lord, okay, but where are the people? <laughs> Where are the people? I mean, this town, uh, this town was a southwest Pennsylvania town about 70 miles east of Pittsburgh, and it had two Presbyterian churches, our little startup Baptist church, a post office, and three gun shops. <laughs> you can tell what kind of town it was. If you drove through it and blinked, you'd miss it. And I've lived in little towns like that. I've, I've lived here for over 30 years. You know what? This has been a nice place to live. But you know something? It's still not a holy city. One of these days, New Jerusalem will be a holy city. Everything about it will be holy. Everything about it will be wholesome. There will be no corruption, whether in government or among the citizens. It will be a holy city. You say, what is it? It's New Jerusalem. Notice verse 3. And I heard a great voice out of heaven saying, Behold, the tabernacle of God is with men, and he will dwell with them, and they shall be his people, and God himself shall be with them and be their God. In verse 3, I see a new presence, a new presence. We read in Second Peter chapter 3, verse 13, Wherein dwelleth righteousness. A new presence, the presence of God. Imagine this world being filled with the presence of God. Imagine this world not having unclean spirits. Imagine this world not having devils. In Martin Luther's song, it goes, And though this world with devils filled should threaten to undo us, we will not fear, for God hath willed his truth to triumph through us. The prince of darkness grim. We tremble not for him. His craft and power are great, and armed with cruel hate. And on this, in this world is not his equal. Folks, Martin Luther was aware of it. We live in a world crawling with the wicked. 
Uh, Paul, Paul, Paul talked about uh, this, this ungodly world, this present evil world. When I look at verse 3, I see a whole new presence wherein dwelleth righteousness. You've had any spiritual warfare. If you've come up against the powers of darkness, if you've had to resist temptation, you can appreciate what verse 3 says. Imagine living in a place where the presence of God is everywhere. You know, once in a while in a church service, maybe during a song service or preaching or whatever, everything just kind of comes together and you, and you walk away and you say to yourself, you know what? God was there today. God was there today. I sense some of that going on this morning. And you know, that's my prayer all the time. I hope it's your prayer as well. I, I, I always pray uh, that you'll be here. I, I, I told the guys on the platform, uh, 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 Brother Dan and Brother Paul up here, I, I said, I want to let you know something. If I ever am just up here standing one day uh, during the song service and my eyes get real big and then I suddenly have a heart attack and fall over and die, let me tell you the reason why ahead of time. It's because everybody was here. <laughs> In 40-something years, it's never happened. I go home with my wife in the car, and I go, where was so-and-so? And she goes, why are you worried about so-and-so? What about so-and-so, 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 and so-and-so that we're here? <laughs> we do that to ourselves sometimes, don't we? But I, I think of being in a place where there's the presence of God. And, and you know what? I, I pray you'll be here, and, and I pray God helps me to preach. But you want to know something? Uh, given the choice between having God here in the service and stumbling through the message or just bringing the house down and preaching eloquently but he's nowhere around I'll take the former over the latter because in the end you know who we need more than anybody else? We need him. We come and we need him. Oh it's great to be with the brethren. The fellowship is good. It's encouraging. Hey isn't it good to know there's others like you? You know, I think that's an underappreciated part about going to church. You go to church with other Christians, and it's verification that you're not the only weirdo out there that thinks differently from everybody else. You're not the only person that sees all the evil and the wicked, and you don't like it. While others seem to be just kind of swimming in it and loving it. It's good to be with others that are like-minded of like precious faith. We want to thank you for joining us today for Treasures of Truth, and it is our hope and prayer that today's program was truly a blessing to you. You've been listening to a message entitled, New Things, by Pastor Rick DeMichael. And in this week's lessons, the preacher gave us examples of new things found in the Word of God. It is exciting for the Christian to think about all that we have promised to us by Jesus Christ. But it is also a solemn reminder that we need to remember to tell others about the new life that can be found in our dear Savior. But if you don't know for sure that Jesus Christ is your Savior, then we encourage you to contact the offices of Treasure Valley Baptist Church, and we will gladly help in any way we can. And as we mentioned at the beginning of the broadcast, if you would like to hear this or other messages by Pastor Michael, please feel free to visit our website at tvbc.org. That's tvbc.org. You can also visit our YouTube page or follow us on Facebook for more information. 
Our bookstore is also open to the public Tuesdays from 10.30 to 4.30, as well as Wednesdays from 8.30 to 4.30. Treasures of Truth is a ministry of Treasure Valley Baptist Church in Meridian, Idaho, and we would love for you to come join us in our services, which begin with Sunday school at 9.30, followed by the morning service at 10.45. We also have a Sunday evening service at 5.45, and of course, all of the services have fully staffed nurseries available for young children, as well as interactive and exciting programs for all ages, including junior high, high school, and college-age groups. And don't forget our Wednesday night service at 7 o'clock, which has the Master's Club program during the school year for the kids, as well as a Bible study at the same time for the adults over in the main auditorium. We hope to see you soon at Treasure Valley Baptist Church, and may God bless you.